Barzell. He's behind the defense. Matt Barzell scores! Away he goes. Horvath again. What a move by Horvath. Scores! Oh, Horvath! Bovillier breaking. What a move! What a play! What a goal! Welcome on back, everybody, to another week of the Clapper Report. Today is January 22nd, 2021. Justin and I, we're sitting down here meeting again to discuss the NHL's news, games, uh, pretty much what we find surprising this week, and give you guys a quick update on our fantasy league. So, Justin, how are you doing, bud? How you been doing this weekend? Well, this week, sorry. MLS would be a smart ass. Uh, I felt I, I don't know how I've been. Um, I was doing pretty okay until last night with the Canucks, but um, yeah, it seemed to put you in a very bad mood. Oh my god! If you guys saw on our Instagram story, I uh, I was like halfway through the game, I put up something with a bunch of Canucks fans with bags over their heads. Uh, <laughs> after thinking about it, I'm finally okay to talk about it later on but uh other than that i'm all right um yeah how about you (laughs) uh not bad uh especially hockey wise i feel pretty good about what i've been watching with the islanders so i know we'll get more into that later but overall pretty solid week pretty solid week um so the crack that we heard at the beginning of the episode means you're drinking a beer what you drinking um Probably the one of the weirdest things I've ever tasted. Oh man, okay. Let's um, I saw a couple weird expressions were on Zoom, so I was able to see it today. <laughs> but yeah. uh, I didn't. Uh, I didn't want to talk about it then. But what, what, what's going on um, with that beer? So it's called Who'd Like to Hold My Clipboard? <laughs> okay. Um, oh, so it's wait. Let me guess. Apple tasted. No, no. Wait, why Apple? What? <laughs> I was thinking clipboard, like teacher Apple teacher. Bro, that's actually low key kind of close. No. Uh no. Well, not when you look at the can. Wait, I like, don't even know what this is. That looks like Hillary Clinton, dude. It that's it does right. That's what I was thinking, but it isn't. I don't. Th- <laughs> Yo, you're this. gonna it's have like... to post a picture of that tomorrow on your uh, on the <laughs> Instagram so people can go check it out. Yeah. Um. It's from half half. Oh, Hoof Hearted Brewing. Hoof Hearted. Uh, somewhere, somewhere in North Haven, Connecticut. Um. Double IPA. And it's uh, wait, what'd you say? Keep it local. Yeah, keep it in the East Coast. You know, tri-state area. Yeah, across the sound. Um, it's a double IPA with pineapple, vanilla, and milk sugar. What the hell, dude? It it kind of tastes like uh like a like a Starbucks drink. <laughs> and it's nine percent. Nine percent. This is about to be dangerous yeah but, this is uh, about to be an episode especially when we get to canucks guys oh no my God, no just wait. no drunk well, justin going off with his ankle oh <laughs> cool. we are we are excited for this uh hey what about you what do you got uh honestly no beer again you know trying to keep on that slim train uh slim train uh so i took a shot of jmo before we uh clicked record here nice yeah yeah Something new. I've uh, had some of my worst nights in college on Jameson. I honestly don't like it. I hate it. I think it was like one night when we were all going out. I just bought like a small bottle of it that like it's not even like a small like like a mini like nip or whatever. It's like a it's like a hand sized bottle of it. And I just bought it right off the counter just to have something to drink and nobody touched it because I feel like everybody is like PTSD from it. <laughs> is that the night that uh that Dennis threw up in it very well could be. I don't remember exactly, yeah. but uh, <laughs> yo, do we want to do want to? Uh, oh my god, Dennis just texted last week and he's like, Why do you guys talk about me so much? <laughs> I guess um, we could go really quickly about uh, we kind of exposed his name, but he's a good friend of ours. Um, nobody yeah. will know who he is, but um, good friend of ours. We it was one of like the last nights we were able to go out, right? Like, yeah, I think it was in like February. Yeah, yeah I think it was like February ish. So it was really cold. That's a big part to the story. Oh, it was freezing. It was freezing. That's a huge part to the story. But definitely it was, was like sub 30. Well, uh, we're all drinking and um, we're pre gaming at your house. Yeah, we're pre gaming at my house. We're, we're down in our, you know, my living room and 
as long as I clean up and, and you know we keep things like respectful, it's not a problem at my house to uh, have a pregame. Uh, but this time it got a little rowdy. It got a little, you know, we had a couple new faces. Uh, I'm not sure if you remember, but we had some people who we usually don't go out with. So new I only energy. remember one of them. I don't want to. New energy to the room. So a lot of people were getting very excited. A lot of people were drinking a little bit more than usual. And uh, our good friend in, in particular, Dennis, had a little fun, especially with the JMO. So uh, we get to the car and to make matters worse. And we split up into two cars. It, it, we did. But what's bad and I made about- sure I didn't sit with him in the car. I, I said, I'm going in the other car. I'm not going with him. Yeah. You know, what? I'm going too far ahead because we're still in the house and I'm looking at him and, and you could just tell like he's already out of stage and this is just a pregame and you could tell <laughs> that he's out of stage and we're like, all right, you know, just calm down. Here's some water. Like, you know, we'll get to the club. Like you'll be walking around, some get some water. fresh air. You'll be okay. Right. You needed Jesus, not water. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> I know, but at this point, I'm not in my right mind. So I'm like just trying to get us all there, you know, trying to clean up the house before I'm leaving, too. So I have like a lot of things, whatever. And my mom has a big truck, like a like SUV type thing. And my sister was home and we asked her to drive us out to, uh, you know, the bar. So it's only like a 20 minute ride from our house. So figure it's nice, quick, easy. Uh, We pile into two cars because there's a whole bunch of us and course dennis is in the car with my sister and you know my mom's truck and you just see him nodding off and we're like yo dennis wake up wake up i even have a snapchat of him him like dozing off and i didn't realize it i didn't like like i was like oh man he's he's messed up but like i didn't put two and two together that like he could be on the verge of throwing up here but anyway and he has a water i'm telling him sip the water sip the water and uh he ends up vomiting all over my mom's car, the inside of it, all over my sister, like the back of her hair, because he's sitting behind <laughs> her. And it's all over the car. And I've never like looked at somebody with pure anger and like understanding <laughs> at the same exact time. But dude, when I tell you it was all over, it was in like the door jam, it was in like the window jam. It was and it was and it was super funny because um well, it's called. So the car that I was in got there maybe like 30 seconds before the car Damien was in got there with Dennis in it. And um, and so <laughs> so all of a sudden, one of the kids that's in the car jumps out and goes, Dennis puked all over the fucking truck. And we were like, like in the middle of this huge parking lot. And we're like, what? And Dennis is just like, I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. Bro, he tried hopping out of the car and going into the bar. He's like, bro, it doesn't look that bad on me, right? <laughs> <laughs> He's covered. Oh, no. Uh, that was bad, man. Yeah, I mean, anyway, it it wasn't fun. I ended up having to, the reason why I said it was important I was cold was, I ended up going home with Dennis, watched him, making sure that he sobered up a little bit, got some water into him, rested, and I cleaned the car out in the freezing weather. Like it was freezing. I I, I just remember having like the hose in my hand and like And he sobered up immediately. Oh yeah, I was sober at that point. Like as soon as it happened, I like clocked into like normal. Like I don't even know I don't even know how that happened, what happened, but Yeah. It was a it was a moment. It was a moment that uh, I'll never forget, and we'll roast him for the end of time. There's many things too, but uh, that's definitely takes the cake. Anyway, <laughs> that's the story of the GMO bottle that's been sitting in my fridge for the past <laughs> uh, since February. Like Ten months, yeah. yeah. Damn, almost eleven. <sighs> All right, well, let's keep this ball rolling here. Um, it's ball- we have our hardcore song of the week. Uh, you want to get us started on that, bud? Who? What do you have here? Yeah, sir. Sure. So I got a uh, this song called "Our Stance" by this band Shackled. Um, I've only seen them play like once. Uh, they're a pretty small band. Uh, they're from Jersey, and they're uh, one. They're actually well. I think one of the members is friends with one of my good friends from college. Um, and they're uh, actually a couple of them are. I think I don't know. Anyway, but um. And they, they slap. They're also doing like a live, um, like a stream of a concert next weekend, I think. Oh, I think I saw you on post Hate Five Six. That. Yeah. yeah, I posted it on my story because I'm so I'm so goosed for that. Um, dude, I love yeah, those live shows on good. Instagram. Dude, I know. The no option one was so sick. Oh, dude, so sick. 
it, it gets anyway. me it gets me excited for what's to come dude dude i can't wait to go back to shows man i need to, i was talking to somebody at work today i was like i need to punch somebody in the face again i know and, and, and it'd be like socially acceptable <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're close to your uh your second shot too right oh yeah i just got the uh the news today february 2nd at 9 a.m so it's uh is my day i think you got to give it a couple of weeks after that but you're you're all good you're uh you're in the clear right yeah for the most part yeah i think yeah so i'm so, uh i'm hyped up so you'll have your your passport for when shows come back but my passport yeah but uh no it's all exciting it's it's great um yeah. me here what about you shout out to you for this one shout out justin he put me on this band hesitate i have their Hell song yeah. all the best super just a, I, just listen to it i just need you guys to listen to this one song i'll put a little clip of it well we actually haven't been doing that on instagram lately sharing our songs that we put but we'll yeah. bring that back this week we'll do that so you guys can get a little clip of it but uh yeah just a overall great song i don't know how else to describe it i love it like i think one of the things that drew me to it is that, like it's got that like traditional hardcore sound oh, yeah. like the hardcore instrumentals and then the vocals sound a lot like backtrack um and i miss backtrack <laughs> yeah r.i.p backtrack um, honestly yo for real one of the best bands to do it long island hardcore represent facts 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 so sick all anyway. right well uh what a crazy week in the nhl land right what do you think in the nhl land yeah um, NHL land uh not as crazy well i mean uh, I was going to say something. I don't think it sounded right, though. I was basically going to segue into the Capitals um, and their situation. Yeah, that is crazy. Um, what a mess, man. Uh, yeah, that's just insane. So if you guys don't know, four of the players. Oh, I forgot who off the top of my head. Um, oh, no. Samsonov, Samsonov, Ovechkin, Kuznetsov, and Orlov. Those four. Um the four of them all got um, they got caught not adhering to the COVID protocols, so like being caught maskless, maskless um, in public, I think, or in a hotel room. Yeah, I think they were in a hotel room. Is the story. Um, but yeah, and, but apparently two of them tested positive, and that's how they found out about it. They they contact traced. Um, I th- think it was Samsonov and Kuznetsov. Or Samsonov and Orlov. I know uh, Samsonov for sure is positive because that's why he. I don't, I forgot exactly. I thought that's what I read on Twitter that he is one of those positives. But yeah, but uh, and then I think it was Orlov. But um, but so yeah, um, crazy. And I then, saw uh, the league right. They they find them 100k. Yeah, they find the uh the the team 100k the team itself, um, which uh, is bonkers to me. Um, but it makes sense, you know. I mean. It, you know, you got to hold your players accountable. And granted, they are adults at the end of the day, but um, same time, they're contracted. Uh, yeah, and this is something that like, the and, players agreed to, you know? Yeah, no, exactly. Um, like the the PA set all this stuff up and the, the league was able to get this off the ground based on the premise that they were going to follow, you know, these strict and what maybe seems like ridiculous rules. But, I mean, look, it, it, it's already... So it's already happening to them where, you know, the, the infection is just slowly growing on their entire team. So, yeah, at least they caught it now. Hopefully not too many other players are affected by it and they get over it pretty quickly because, you know, all fair, uh, fair gameplay here. You know, you don't want to see the Capitals fall behind too early, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, yeah, and I'm pretty pissed because, you know, always <laughs> on my fantasy team. Yeah, He's out for four Games, I got but, uh, so lucky with that. Ovechkin's been going off too. That's the other thing. Like he's been playing really well, especially off the start here. That uh, yeah. getting him off your lineup has been a blessing in disguise for me. It's not even in disguise. It's yeah. Like... I don't even know why I said that. It <laughs> is a blessing for me. I mean, what he had five points. How many? Yeah, he's got five point five points, I believe, in four games. In four games. So I mean, over a point per game already off the start of the season. Dude, I'm so pissed about it. But um, he'll still you know, it makes sense though. He deserves it. Um. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it sucks. And, and it, what's weird too is like these guys sit on a bench close to each other. They practice. They're on the ice, maskless. So 
you're like, all right, kind of ridiculous that these guys were just like that, you know, that close to each other, breathing on each other. They can't hang out. But I mean, look what happened. Who knows where Samsonov was right before then, you know? Well, that's the thing. Whoever was infected. Yeah, I think the four of them were together, maskless. Yeah. And then that was the last place that it was traced. I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, well, yeah, so crazy. And then Ovechkin's wife chimed in on Instagram. With haven't uh, you people put... ever heard of? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. But uh, so that was just, uh, you know, it's never good when the spouse of a player gets involved. Then it gets. Uh, Hoffman could tell you that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, shout out to Eric Carlson and his wife. <laughs> Eric Carlson, who just got dropped from my fantasy team. <laughs> anyway, I was I was about to say something about fantasy too, but I'm like, all right, let me stop. We gotta save it till later. I know we have a whole uh, talk <laughs> fantasy, and we're blowing everything right out the gate. I know, right? Um, but we got but, another uh, episode, dude. Another episode of our favorite TV drama show. What's that? Keeping up with the Blue Jackets. Oh, another episode. Blue Jackets. <laughs> dude, I still think we need that jingle for it, dude. I know. I should, you, I should come up with something. Yeah, I, obviously you're cooking up, so you may as well. Uh, I'm cooking up in the stew. You might as well strike beats. it while the iron's hot. You know? Metro Boomin. Cat- <laughs> dude, you're going to have to have like your own call tag. Like, What is it going to be? Salty Canucks fan. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be perfect, actually. Yeah. Um, um, but so Dubois, yeah. bro. Yo, Pierre Luc Dubois, man. Ooh, he was looking rough in the three minutes that he played. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like you saw the clip, right? I'm sure everybody who watches yeah. this or listens to this podcast had to have seen that clip. If not, look it up. But it's just disturbing how poorly how like no little effort there was um you know just just skating around he didn't look like he wanted to be there he wasn't attacking the puck he was playing passively just skating up and down the middle of the ice but not even skating bro like gliding yeah and then when the puck went in the corner when he was there like he i think he probably tried to put a stick out there probably like once maybe you can give him another half of attempt but yeah he literally just stood up and literally let them rip the puck off of him so then he skated on the rush mm-hmm and then as soon as it missed, he just stopped again. Yeah. And it's like, dude, what the hell is wrong with you? I mean, obviously, I'm not in a position to say, you know, what you do to try and get out of a team. But if you're looking to get yourself, like, a good contract, a good team, like, although, well, anyway, how are you not going to show effort on the ice? Like, that's not a way to get out of a team. That's, like, a yeah. character flaw right there that, like, I don't, that just shows teams that you're a crybaby, basically. Yeah, that, oh, I'm not going to get my way. Oh, I don't like this coaching staff. Oh, I don't like the position I'm in right at this moment. I am not willing to change or do anything for my team. I'm just going to cry. Like, I don't know. I, I don't like the angle that Dubois is trying to. No. Obviously, standing on the outside, we don't know the full extent of the locker room and what's really going on behind the scenes. But but regardless, though, like you, like I don't know. It... I don't know. It doesn't sit well with me. And, and if I'm a GM seeing that, I'm like, I don't want to stay away. You know, like I, I would, especially because the Blue Jackets are definitely asking a lot. You know, I mean, hell with the Montreal um, Canadians, they were saying that it was Nick Suzuki plus. Oh, yeah. They were going to. Yeah. Are you kidding me? It's a big price tag. And I wonder how much it's affected now that it's kind of being rushed now because obviously. You know, if you're the GM there in uh, Columbus, you're not going to hold on to him any longer now. Let him hurt his yeah. stock anymore. But now that they have to rush to trade, they're probably going to lose out. No. No, well, definitely. I mean, the other teams have the leverage. Oh, yeah. 100%. You know, I mean, and, and if, you know, there is a sinking flaw in your, char- uh, your character, um, hmm. in your, if there's a significant character flaw on the player that you're uh, trying to move, you don't want to make it excessively known but at the same time when that player is making it known how can you salvage that um yeah you know so tortorella i don't blame tortorella's comments at the end don't blame tortorella for his comments at the end of the game uh yesterday it was yesterday right yeah it was last night yeah it was last night so it's like 
I don't blame him for saying, hey, you know, you got to earn your minutes. If you're not going to put an effort, why am I going to play you? Well, I feel like that, you know, outside of hockey, that's anywhere. If you if you or I oh, exactly. showed up, if you or I showed up to work, fooled around on our phone and, and just stood there, like we would get the same thing. We'd get the same treatment. It, it's anywhere in life. Like the guy has a million, like, oh, I don't know what his contract is now. I, I know he's kind of young. Does he even have a million dollar contract at this point? No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. He just, um, remember, he just resigned. Oh, yeah, yeah, right yeah. The season. He just Was did. it five, just five did. or something? Yeah. So this dude has a five million dollar, five million dollar. I probably won't see that in my lifetime. And he's yeah. getting that uh, for two years. For two years. Like, and he's not going to skate what he's been doing since, like, I don't know. I, I, it's disrespectful to the team. It's disrespectful to that city. It's disrespectful it's, it's, to all the fans. It's disrespectful to himself. Like it's shitty. It, like it's flat bad, out. It's it, it's not a good look. No, not at all. You know, listen. I liked him. You know, but man. Yeah. What are you doing? I, you know. I, I I just couldn't imagine that. But rumor has it though that uh, something's going to be happening soon here. I it. it shows that he's a healthy scratch for tonight um against the lightning so he won't be playing well hell i'd scratch him too oh yeah yeah <laughs> for sure well what, the main reason i bring that up is because uh the insiders are saying that a move is intimate at this point so we'll probably see something maybe by the end of tonight but probably by the end of this week and a move from him i was gonna say if you know i don't think that the healthy scratch is necessarily contingent on him getting traded i think after last night they'll just do it anyway yeah, yeah, that's true. Send a message to him, you know. Yeah, if three minutes of ice time wasn't a message enough, but well, sometimes someone's so stubborn, you know, you need to really drill and, it in their did head. Did you see him sitting on the bench, like him just shrugging his shoulders at it? Like, hmm. Yeah, like man, what the hell is wrong? How are you just content with yeah. sitting there? I just don't understand it. Well, and I don't think I ever will. The drama will continue, and we will have another episode next week. I can almost assure you all now. That we will have something else to follow up on next week. Yeah. Because that's how the keeping up with the Blue Jackets goes, you know? Yeah. But Yeah. Damn. Yeah. So I guess we'll move on now to the Islanders. I got to say, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited for how this uh, season started. Just Yeah. No, I know. They're playing really well. Yeah. Well, they're, yeah, they're playing a really well, like, good team play. You know what I mean? Like, everyone, you could tell. It almost feels as if they're still playing the same hockey that they were playing in the bubble, you know? Yeah. No, like, exactly. That, besides, um, besides that second game with the Rangers there where they got I was blanked, about to say, yeah. Yeah, besides that game where, you know, there's a lot of contributing factors as to how and why something like that happened. But for them to bounce back on that third game and play the game that they played against Boston, you know, granted it was also, I do have to say they don't look like themselves. Oh no. And, and especially without Pasternak. Right. So, I mean, you're not, you're not Pasternak, playing no Krug, no, um, well, Krug was Nara. traded like Pasta just injured. And no, well, I'm just saying it's like the team looks different, you know, but I mean, Oh yeah. Yeah. They're definitely a new look team compared to what they were last year, of course. But yeah, but also, but, the Bruins themselves is a team that the Islanders haven't been at home in years. Granted, yeah. say what you want about home ice advantage right now, if it's even a thing, but. Uh, well, it's still definitely a thing. Yeah, I guess. Right. No traveling and stuff like that. And no traveling. You get the um, you feel comfortable being there. This, the right side of the ice, you know, True. and uh, the defensive and not the defensive zone draws. Um, There's there's some face off thing. I don't know. Okay. So yeah, there, no. there's little intricacies in the game, but yeah, uh, yeah. But I mean, you know, the big calling of the Islanders is the loyal fan base that half the time doesn't show up. Anyway, uh, <laughs> they they looked good, and that Boston game, I was actually while watching it, I don't want to say I was disappointed. I wasn't disappointed. I liked the way that they were playing; like it, it, it was great. But they didn't look like the team that was in control, you know, and mm-hmm. Varlamov with two back-to-back shutouts and him playing the way that he did. Like, he's the reason why they stole that game. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, uh, You know, we mentioned it, how a, a goaltender, a good goaltender can steal you a couple of games, and certainly we saw that with Varlamov already. So, yeah, I mean, definitely, you know. Um, 
anytime I've been watching them, they look like they control the play. They play that system, uh, that like defensive system, you know, of yeah. um, trying to control the pace of the game, make smart defensive zone plays, um, and not break down. I think that's a big thing that a lot of teams, especially in the beginning of the season, do is they break down defensively mm-hmm. and they um they don't collapse on the net in the right way. They um collapse and just look like shit. Yeah, um exactly. and that is something that the Islanders defense hasn't done despite um you know the changes, despite uh Devon Taves being out, despite um Dobson uh well yeah, cr- all credit to Dobson though. Like he's looking about to say, yeah, looking extremely capable. Yeah. Like um, he's looking great. Yeah, I I mean, you know, they're, they're showing early on that they have the defensive prowess. Um, you know, I mean, I hope it can stick. Yeah, I mean, it's not flashy, you know. They're not scoring a lot of goals. No, no, not at like, all. It, it's looking <laughs> it's looking pretty rough on the on the goal-scoring side. But, you know, just last night, right? Was it last night? My days are mixed up. Where they played the Devils. Like, you saw some flashy goals there. I don't know if you got a chance to check out that Barzell goal. Yes. You saw that? Dude, him rushing into that zone, like this speed on him. Like that that was incredibly fast. I remember just seeing him running, like running in. And I'm like, even if he doesn't score here, uh, I'm like, I'm excited about what I'm seeing. Like this entry, controlled entry by him. And then all of a sudden he just snipes it. Top left corner, like from the yeah. right side of the ice. Like with like no effort. Like no effort. Like he just he just lofted it over him, dude. And it was an incredible goal. I literally jumped out of the bed when I saw that. That was insane. But we're getting good yeah. flashes out of that, you know. And then Eberly with uh his goal, and then uh Nelson, I think he I think he had two, right? Yeah. So it, it was a great goal scoring game for them, which was a surprise. Although they were playing like what an AHL goalie. They weren't playing Blackwood. They were playing Edgewood, which confused me. <laughs> I can't tell you how badly that confused me at the beginning of the game because I didn't know Blackwood wasn't starting. And then they're like, Edgewood <laughs> makes a save. And I'm like, did he mean Blackwood? Did he just get that wrong? And you're like, uh, And then they said it again. And then I was like, no, wait a second. And then I saw his jersey and I was like, oh, shit. There's an Edgewood to the Blackwood here. Oh, shit so dumb how cool no i know i felt like an idiot no you shouldn't though i mean because who knows edgewood really unless you watch a lot of devil's games facts facts and uh everybody was comparing him to an ahl goalie i don't know much about him if he really is one but he sure looked like it against the islanders not gonna front but yeah Uh, but another thing and uh i'll talk about them later more the devils like they they had a couple good like high dangerous chances dude and the Devils don't look as bad as they did. Yeah, like who? What's that young kid? Is it is it Jack uh, Jack Hughes, right? Or is it yeah. uh Jack Hughes? He was skating well, like almost like I don't want to say Barzell, like, but he was carrying that puck around and like he was like extending the play a lot longer than it should have. Was well, got the same like agility that his brother Quinn has. Dude, you know? he was moving like he carried the puck like all around the zone at, on one of the plays. Yeah, him and Quinn are like some of the like, two of the nuttiest skaters dude it was it was incredible i was like what the hell and, and it, it was against a tough defense the honors defense which is fairly tough you know yeah i mean hell they defend against barzell in practice you know uh, they yeah. see Barzell all the time they, they, they should be used to someone skating around but uh no yeah but overall i'm excited i i want, can't wait for sunday's game i hope we get another strong appearance against the devils get another point early on and uh keep this uh this wagon moving. Yeah. Yeah, it should be exciting. That's enough on that. You want to, uh, you, are you, are you mentally prepared enough to uh, bring on a Canucks talk real quick? No, you know what just makes me mad right now? I was just thinking about. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. No. So the Islanders aren't playing until Sunday. Oh, yeah. Canucks are playing tomorrow. They already have the most games played in the league. This team is worn out, they're tired as hell. Like they they they're literally the only team that played six games this season so far. Yeah. Right. Their defense is riddled with injuries, right? They just got JT Miller back. Pedersen isn't he's not I don't know what the hell is wrong with Pedersen. Oh yeah. I don't okay. I'm not gonna say that though, because in the first Canadians game on Wednesday, because they already had like fucking three back to backs, um, he he didn't play bad. Like he Pedersen played really well, and same thing with a couple of the Oilers games, um, or one of the Oilers games he played well. 
Um, it's just he's not getting the luck, you know. But I mean, you know, I'm not I'm not worried about Pedersen. Um, I'm worried about this. Uh, man, this team was just so frustrating to watch last yeah, night. And yeah, um, yeah. I mean, seven to three loss against the Canadians. Tyler Toffoli has fucking five goals in two games against. Dude, the that Canucks. has to be sickening to see, right? It's disgusting, it and it honestly makes me so, so mad because I guess he's McDavid now. All of a sudden, it's like it doesn't make any sense. Dude. And then I hate the media how they're like, "Oh yeah, you know, well, Tafoli Tafoli's getting revenge on his old team." I'm like, "Bro, he played ten games with the Canucks. Like, it is not that deep." I mean, granted, you know, he wanted to play in Vancouver, you know, whatever. But like, I don't know. I didn't if realize he, that. I didn't realize he only played ten games there. Yeah, he got traded at the deadline, but then he got like injured. Oh boy, really? Yeah, and then he only played like four games in the bubble. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, and s- there aren't many positives with this team. This team played like shit last night. Edler's injured. Hamannick's injured. Now Shatfield, who they called up to play, is injured. Yeah. So, you, like, what do they have on defense? Another, uh, you almost lost another de- uh, defenseman. Everyone was calling for uh, his head. What's his name? Uh Tyler Myers, Tyler yeah. Myers, yeah. Tyler everyone's Miners calling... is what everyone's calling him. Everyone's calling him Tyler Miners, minor penalty. That's all he <laughs> freaking does. Or that's all he did last night. Yeah. Oh my God. Like, yeah. so the thing with Tyler Myers is he's paid like a top two defenseman, but he plays well as a bottom pairing or like fourth defenseman. Yeah. You know, when you give him more minutes than that due to injuries, he starts messing up. You need to manage his minutes properly, and due to injuries, you really can't. Yeah, well, that that that's a big thing that me and you talked about before this season was uh, the problem with the Canucks was defense was you know who are they going to get? And then you brought in a guy like Kamenik, and things were looking bright for the defensive side of the puck for you guys, and then to yeah, lose everybody then, to injury so close in the season. It, yeah, it I, yeah, I mean, we had three injuries in two games. Kamenik and Edler were injured in the first Canadians game. Now I. Do you know like the severity of these injuries? Have they really disclosed it at They've all? Been like, very really... vague. Yeah, they've like been it... very vague. I'm actually gonna check on on the Yahoo Fantasy right now. Yeah. They both they they both said a few games. All right. Um, so that... what a few games is Edler's day to day. And considering they played so many games up front, I'm expecting them. And I don't know because I'm not looking at the schedule. I'm expecting them to have a little bit of a couple of days in between soon. So so Hamnick is placed on the IR. Oh no, really. Yep. Jeez. So he was just I feel like that's fire. been a problem with Hamnick. I, I, I feel like there was a time on the Islanders where he was hurt. Yeah, he has an injury history. Yeah, I think I think he's a he's a fairly uh injured player there, so that's that's rough. I really like him though. He's a really nice guy. Yeah, I I mean, you know, it's just with the Canucks, it's just you know, and I mean I know that you're mad because that you have Demko in your fantasy league, oh, but dude, I'm but dropping it really him. wasn't Demko's fault. I thought I had a not a steal because I, I picked him up in the last round. I was like, oh, you know what, Demko, I'm okay with that. But, that but like the thing is, it's like it's the defense. They were playing five defensemen last night. Then in the third really? period, yeah, because then Sheffield got injured like his second shift. They were playing five defensemen. Damn, what did their time getting, on ice look like? Yeah, like I think Hughes and Schmidt played over thirty minutes. Jeez. Um, Myers, I think played twenty five minutes or something like. It's like this team is getting overworked, and I'm just worried that they're all going to get injured and tired. Yeah. Well, they, like, they, but but the offense isn't doing anything. Like, well, yeah, you got Petey. Except for Horvat. Horvat is at, Horvat and Miller are the only ones that are doing anything. Yeah. Screw you for picking them up. Listen, man. I have faith in my captain. I have faith in Pedersen and Hughes. Hughes looked great every night except for last night. He played like shit last night. Yeah. Um. I just think you know. Yeah, you gotta take a stride more, you know, and keep up. Pedersen needs to get a. He only he has one point in six games. You know, I gotta say he's to me, and this is just an outsider. Like, it looks like he's trying to be like fancy. You know what I mean? Like he's just he's just doing too much rather than keeping like. Well, you're talking about that one thing that I showed you, right? Yeah. Well, that yeah, basically, basically. He was on a breakaway and did a behind uh, between the legs. Teke. I was like, what? I appreciate the creativity. But, but that's the thing, though, is that he's confident. You know, that shows confidence. And that shows that he's not shaking right now too bad. You know, 
Yeah, yeah. No, he's definitely a confident player, but at what point do you take confidence over like not producing at all? Like where you're like, Well, he's all going right. to. Yeah, yeah. He's definitely gonna turn you know? it on. It's just I mean, I don't think he's gonna be a point per game this year. I mean, maybe he will though. He's had a few five point nights before, you know. I I don't know. You know, yeah. I mean it's you know, part of me is like there's I always say this, especially at work, there's two parts of my brain the rational brain and the overthinking brain, right? I think everybody has this. Yeah. But so the rational part of me is like, dude, there's still 50 games left in the season. Still like three months, three and a half months, whatever. There is time to figure it out. But then the the irrational part of my brain is like, holy shit, fire Benning, fire green, fire everybody. You know, but I know that that's not, the track this team's on, you know, I just think, you know, I don't know. It's uh, I'm dude, sure they'll be able to figure it out shortly here. I'm so pissed off. <sighs> that made me so mad last night. No, I know. I, I that was one of the most frustrating games I ever watched because the Canadians score like three goals in a minute or two. Like I was like, what the fuck? Trust me, dude. I hear you. I would, I would be doing the same thing. I'd be bugging out. Yeah. Anyway, so I mean, hopefully, hopefully, uh, Canucks figured out tomorrow that they play again, playing tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Against the freaking Canadians. Canadians. Speaking of the Canadians, are 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 you done there with uh, the Canucks talk for now? We'll update everybody next week. Yeah. Yeah. I just. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to push you. If you if you have anything, no, because I was just looking at their next games, and they play Monday. And okay, they they got it. All right. Anyway, sorry. No, no. The reason I pushed you though was because uh, the next little talking point we got here is three teams that are surprising to the two of us, mm-hmm. and uh, Montreal is is one of them for me. Um, yeah, me too. They are out playing outstanding right now. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I remember, I think I had them second in the division. Um, but I didn't expect them to be like sweeping right now. Um, part of me that was also like them is probably because they were worse than the Canucks. Um, well, I mean, you, you, they brought, you know, Toronto to overtime. Toronto, obviously, arguably the best in the Canadian division, right? So, yeah. Although right now it's not really looking at it, but whatever. Um, you know, they brought them to overtime. Then they played Edmonton, uh, Edmonton with, you know, uh, Connor McDavid, who's a cheat. Connor McDavid, and they shut him down. Yeah, they shut him down. And, and, you know, they scored. Like, the first game, they scored four goals. Second game, five goals. Third yeah. game, three goals. Then they played Vancouver and lost them in a shootout, brought them to overtime and shootout. Scored seven five goals. Six. Or six to five, yeah. And then, and, then you, and then you beat them seven to three the following night. They are scoring goals left and right on this team. Yeah, it is. It is, you know that that that's enough reason for me to put them on my uh, on my surprising list. It it's insane what they're doing so far. Well, I mean, they still don't have a regulation loss. They they're three zero and two right now. So yeah, uh, they're three zero and two, and I had them at number five. I had them just missing the playoffs. So yeah, which I think that you were insane for, but yeah, but yeah, no, you are you're all right, you are, um, but. I, it's a pleasant surprise for me, I guess. You know, and I like the Canadians, so I'm not mad. Um, I'm just mad that they're doing it against my team. Um, oh, yeah. They're, they're my second favorite Canadian team. But, uh, and honestly, I think they're a top five team in the league for me that, like, that I'm a fan of. Um, but, yeah, it just sucks to see. Especially yeah. how ridiculous some Canadians fans were being. Yo, never mind. I'm not going to get more Salty Canucks fan. <laughs> All right. Uh, do you have another team that surprised you so far? Yeah, I do. Uh, the Islanders. The Islanders. Let's go. I like to hear that. You know, I mean, obviously, I, you know, think that they're a good team, um, but I just think three and one. I wasn't expecting from them. I was expecting two and two, maybe one and one and three. You know, or one one two one. You know, something. I, I, and again, I know this is like splitting hairs. I mean, it's kind of hard. Um, for uh for us to do this like four or five games in the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um no, but, yeah, know. these are early reactions. But yeah, I mean the Islanders look good in almost every game they played. So uh almost. 
asterisk there. Yeah, except for that one game. But uh, other than that, that you know, they're fifth in the league right now. Or I mean, they're in like a f- six-way tie for fifth in the league. But you know, good in the East, dude. You know, and I, I try to tell you, don't sleep on them, bro. I tried to warn you. Yeah. Try to let you know. Kidding. But uh, good stuff. Good stuff. My second team is actually the team that we just beat yesterday. Uh, the Devils. I think that, uh, you know, besides last night, they've been playing really well, really good hockey, you know? Yeah, no, um, I agree. You know, again, bringing a very tough team. Like the Bruins, like, again, they don't look the same, as I mentioned earlier, you know, when I was talking about the Islanders. But they brought both games into overtime, took one of them away from them, and, you know, went in and, and handled business with the Rangers. And then, all right, you know, they didn't play as great, at least especially on the score sheet against the Islanders. But uh, they definitely had a lot of hot flashes, a lot of good, you know, good chances, and they were skating really well. A couple of their good skaters, like Jack Hughes and that, uh, what Miles Wood, right? And yeah, when when uh Blackwood, not Edgewood, is in net, you know, <laughs> they could feel pretty confident about that. And you know, they're definitely surprising me compared to what I thought they were gonna do. I think they were at, like the bottom of my picks for the East, if not the bottom, like probably second. So. They were they were not uh, fancy. Yeah, they were last they're for doing, me. I'm pretty sure they're doing a really good job so far. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I have the sheet here. Me and you both put the Devils at last. And granted, like you said, it's very early in the season. Very, very early. Yeah. But early reactions. I'm surprised of how they're playing. Yeah, I'm with that. I was actually about to put them, but I put another team instead. Okay. Who do you have? I have the Minnesota Wild as my third surprising team. Yeah, the Wild are playing great. They look different. I don't know what it is. Um, they just look like rejuvenated, kind of. Um, you know, they, I don't think that it's sustainable, but um, especially because Kevin Fiala really isn't playing well, um, which I'm nervous that he's going to have like a huge regression. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I'm not going to jump too far ahead because again, so is Pedersen right now, you could say, but also Pedersen's miles ahead of uh, Fiala. But um, I don't know. It's there. I think the the I underestimated in the beginning of the season the addition of Kirill Kaprizov. Um, yeah, yeah. We made a post about that. You did, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, he's playing really well. You know, and uh, this team isn't totally boring to watch, which is nice for a change. So uh, so yeah, I put them as my third surprising team. Yeah, or third team that surprised me most. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Last and again, it, it's fairly early, so I don't want to get too crazy. Um, I put the Edmonton Oilers for me. Um, I know that you don't really like them, but I had them as one of my favorites for the Canadian division. But uh, man, man, the way they're playing, I they're I don't know how to put it. Like I just I feel like there should be like more goal scoring like they they shouldn't have games with like like one goal as stupid as that sounds like it's mcdavid and dry saddle i'm telling you dude that's the only reason that they're that they're and that there's any conversation with them if well, they didn't have dry saddle this team would be nothing i this team I, would be Ottawa. I get that i i get exactly what you're saying about how you have two they don't have the supporting cast or, sorry continue i'm sorry i cut you off no no you know keep going keep going because they don't really have a supporting cast around them. It's kind of like Minnesota Wild syndrome, right? Syndrome, right? The rest of their team is shit, but they have McDavid and Drysaddle, so that balances them out to about even. All right. Then they don't. They're then they're just kind of just trapped in the middle. You know, they're not good enough to be a contender. They're not poor enough to be a lottery pick. So they're just kind of sitting there, going to get first round exited unless they do something else. I can almost yeah. agree with you in a sense of like you know their depth. Like they they're not a really deep team, especially going towards the bottom six, but. I think their top two lines for what they have is really good, dude. Especially that second line. Yamamoto, he's really good, especially with the assistance of playing with Drysidle. That's the thing, because it's because he's playing with Dry. I don't yeah, think yeah, he's yeah. No, yeah, out. it's definitely because you know he's what I mean? playing with him. But I mean, I don't, I don't know. think he'd be having as much of an as an excuse me, as much of an impact if it weren't for um Dry sidle. I mean, so just looking at the players that have the points right now on their team, right? They have in five games. This is all five games played. McDavid and Dry Saddle six, both of them. Nugent Hopkins and Yamamoto four. Then 
Then Darnell, Nurse, and Tyson Berry, because they're on the power play, they have two points. And then everybody else has one point or under. Yeah. Like one point or nothing. This team lacks any depth. Kyle Turris doesn't have any points. Um, Ethan Bear has one point. Dominic Cahoon has one point. Puyarvi has one point. Zach Cassian has one point. Like th- this team isn't good. Like there's, I will stick by that until they do something significant. This team is shit without McDavid or Drysidle. Yeah, I know you were very upset when uh, when uh, McDavid turned on the gas at one game. Yeah, because it's against the Canucks. Do it against another <laughs> team. You fucking can't. No, I'm just kidding. But it's like, I don't know, man. It just gets me tight. Yeah, no, I get it. And, and we'll revisit this, you know, probably in a couple of weeks here. Right? Yeah, yeah. You know, well, not, yeah, we'll just revisit, you know, who's who's surprising in a couple of weeks. Because, again, this is very early, but. I don't know, dude. I'm having a I'm having a fun time watching hockey so many times in a week. Like it feels great to be watching hockey again and to have it every single night is just Yeah. No, great. definitely. And it's all games that you want to watch. Like it like there's games that are that are interesting every single night, you know? Well, so you know what's making me mad actually. Um that I was when I was looking at the schedule. On yeah. um on Monday, there's only one game being played. Oh no. It's way. at 10 p.m. And it's the Canucks and Senators. <laughs> so one game on Monday. How do you have that happen? Yeah. Then then Tuesday, you have a million freaking games. And then Wednesday, there's only two games. Blackhawks and Predators at 7.30 and the Senators and Canucks at 8. Like, I don't know. It's just wild to me how like the scheduling is. And then on, Friday, on a Friday night, Damien, Friday night, you have one game. And it's the, guess who? Blue Jackets and Blackhawks. Now that's a shitty game. What? Now that's a if, shitty game if, for a Friday night. If I'm the NHL man, if I'm one of the like the people setting the scheduling, I should be fired. Yeah, weekends you need yeah. to stack it. Yeah, and I think I said I think I mentioned this on um the last episode with MLK Day and how there should have been more games. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or no, I'm sorry, how there should have been more games this Sunday night before. Because a lot of people, especially in America, I mean, I know it doesn't count for any Canadian uh, listeners out there. But it's like Americans, a lot of Americans had off on Monday. Why were there no games on Sunday night? Like, it was they were all Monday night when everyone has work the next day. It doesn't make yeah. any sense. No, you make a great point there. It's weird. I mean, I guess there's a lot of challenges and hurdles with everything, you know? But I, I don't know. I would rather take the chance on a Sunday night when a lot of people don't have school or work. Oh, yeah, for sure, to, for sure. To play the games. And then on a night where people, like, I don't know. It just makes me frustrated. And then to have only one game on, like, a night and make it 10 p.m. instead of making it, like, 8 p.m. So that way everyone on both coasts could watch it instead of you're alienating one coast because a lot of East Coast people aren't going to stay up for that game. Well, I think the main problem, especially with, like, game times and stuff like that, is a network issue, bro. It's like the networks that they have going on, uh, which we, I guess we should mention really quickly that um, NBC has announced that they're going to stop NBC Sports Network, the SN. Yeah. So I guess it's furthering the push for the NHL to go elsewhere as far as a network. But think about it. Besides streaming it on our computers, how are we going to watch a Canadian game at like 10 o'clock at night? Like if it's not being broadcast well, so, on NBC. Well, so the thing is, it's like this game, the... Uh, Senators and Canucks game is going to be on NHL Network, which is cool. All right, I have that, but other people don't. No, nobody, you know? nobody on the regular market who's like a casual viewer is going to watch Has NHL Network. No one's going to be paying a hundred dollars. Yeah, going to be paying a hundred bucks, or you know, or, or you live in Canada and you're watching it on a, a Canadian stream. You know what I mean? Yeah, like that. That's the only way that like normal people who aren't like obsessed with hockey are going to go on these sketchy sites on what on their computer to watch games. You know, like. They make yeah. it inaccessible. They make it inaccessible to watch games, especially like a season like this where you have like a Canadian division where like every game is going to be like basically a rivalry game yeah. and and it's inaccessible well, for people of, in the yeah. States to watch. Like that's that's ridiculous. So I really hope they make something happen with like ESPN or Disney, whatever you want to call it, ABC, and they figure out a way to like not alienate the market as you were mentioning. Like well, because I mean that's the thing too. Because with the NHL Network, there's blackouts for no reason. Like, yeah, like you I can't mean, watch I, any I other game. Yeah, you know exactly. And honestly, I have. I, I said I have it. I stopped like four years ago, five years ago, 
because they were blacking out like games in Philly. And I'm like, dude, we're like three hours from Philly. Why is it? Why is it getting blacked out? Yeah, why this is it getting blacked out? And then like, what? It's like Philly versus Pittsburgh. Why is it getting blacked out? It doesn't make any sense. I know and it's this. Just like these blackouts are just stupid and they're hindering the growth of the game, which is exactly the antithesis of what Batman and company are saying that they want to do. If you're trying to grow the game, why are you not expanding the TV rights? Why are you not expand? Why are you not trying to bargain deals in order to grow the game? In order to grow the game, people need to watch it. People need to understand it. And you're alienating the casual fan. A hundred percent. And I, like, I'm, that's why I'm glad about the news with NBC. I'm glad that yeah, they're going to kind of like separate themselves. Cause like, if you think about it now, like growing up, growing up, I loved watching sports center like all day long. Like I just had sports center on in the background while I was home and they never talk about hockey, but let's say they sign a deal with ESPN. You're going to start to see more segments. You're going to start to see more interviews, maybe even a hockey show on ESPN. Cause like, if you think about it and like, all right, sorry, I'm going all over the place here, but I'll, I'll bring it back in in a second. But on my lunch break, I go into my garage and I go on like a run and I put on a TV and I'm watching like, you know, sports podcasts, but yeah. or I'm watching like a, uh, or, you know, spitting chiclets, let's say, and I'm listening to that. But like, you can never go on like your TV and go on a, like NH, uh, go on to like ESPN or go on to like a major network and watch like a sports show just talking about it unless you pay an absorbent amount of money for NHL network. No, exactly. So and them even, getting a deal with them would be great. Well, and yes, that's that's like another thing I was going to bring up. You know, you're able to watch basketball on like ABC, TNT, you know, whatever. Same thing in football. There's a million channels for it. Baseball, a million different channels for it. Hockey, dude, you can't. It's not accessible. But you cannot watch it. Well, on my main cable. point. My main point there was like. All right, yeah, you can watch football on every single fucking channel on on you know network television, but also they have shows about it. They have like discussion yeah. shows on ESPN airing all throughout the day. NBA, you got the same thing. Even MLB has it. Yeah, and even certain golf things are on there. I was about to say, even golf has it. Even how golf are you has not going to put the fourth major sport in the continent? But. Like, it's you, just, you you can get that if you spend a million and a half dollars on NHL Network and go to channel seven thousand to get to it. And like, see, and then, then here's that here's the thing, and I kind of I'm gonna mention it. I was debating it because I didn't know if it would fit, but since you brought anyway, yeah, yeah. So basically, what it's doing, you're paying for the product that you shouldn't be paying for, right? You shouldn't be paying to be able to watch the games when you're already paying for cable, right? Mm -hmm. So you're paying extra for this. This I, I guess you call it like a privilege or, a, or whatever you want to call it to watch the hockey games right on TV. So that's alienating a huge group of people who don't have access to that. Now, what does that sound like to you? That sounds like people who can't afford to play hockey not being able to, which is the exact same thing that people are trying to fight for. They're trying to fight for people of lower income to be able to play hockey to get grow the game more but it's so difficult yeah. nobody seems to want to actually do it you know what i mean it kind of seems like there's like that old man mentality that's still like yo listen like you need to have like this amount of money you need to go to this rink like five days out of the week like yeah. some like a, a, some ridiculous thing and i get it i know how expensive running a uh, an ice rink is i don't know from firsthand obviously but you know, it's like, oh, yeah, you can tell. It's I know it's expensive. A, it's a lot. It's a lot more than keeping up with a ball field, you know, for baseball. Yeah, exactly. Or, or a basketball court like yeah, in the poorest neighborhoods in New York City, you have a million basketball courts because they're just easy. They're small and there's like relatively no upkeep, whereas a hockey rink is completely different. And I get there's always going to be some kind of barrier, but the barrier is only exasperated by the fact that you cannot watch games on regular tv and that is something that the nhl needs to fix they need to get a new uh tv rights deal done it's just ridiculous that yeah yo gary <laughs> Bettman, if you're listening dude come talk to us we'll give you some ideas we'll give you some uh pointers here what you want to hear from a fan you know what, what the fans want to see and i but all jokes aside i, I really hope that, that the people that will be fans want to see yeah, well, well, that's the thing. I hope they broker a good deal. I hope something happens. And 
especially a network like ESPN or ABC, Disney, whatever you want to call them, brokering a deal with them, I think is going to be tremendous for the sport. It's going to be great. And they'll have a lot more exposure. That's the main thing is exposure. I realize um, that I didn't say actually what I wanted to say when I was going on the rant because I got carried away with another thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, There was a piece I forgot by who, um, but it was basically about, it was like an expose, not an expose, basically a well-written article about the Hockey Diversity Alliance and um, and how basically since the summer and since the start of the new season, the NHL has basically like gone back on everything that they, did, that they were doing. Um, that they're like essentially not willing to really work with the HDA. Um, just based, they're not really giving into their demand or they're not, not their, they're, they're not really working with them to reach any kind of agreement on how to grow the game in like minority communities. And it's like, I don't know. And it's like, I know that some people think of it as like a political issue, but I'm thinking of it as an issue of like revenue. Sport. Yeah, revenue. It's a sport, you know? And if I'm, if I'm growing it, to like i don't know it's just you want to grow to as many people as possible and when there's i don't know and, it's and just it, crazy and and like it seems it's like it's such a simple easy. thing yeah it seems easy it's such a simple thing to be like trying to like invest in these lower income communities and these uh in communities where there's people of different colors and it's like how can we make hockey work for you how can we grow the game for you yeah. You know, because if I'm an owner, I want as many people as possible. And if I'm in a city as diverse as New York, as diverse as, excuse me, LA, like I'm trying to grow my game to as many parts of the population as it can. You know, rich, poor, black, white, it doesn't matter. I'm trying to grow this game. Yeah. And, you know, and, agree. and in that article, there was uh, this thing where it's like these owners don't, they're, they're basically, they don't believe in the HDA. Yeah. And it's like, what are you losing from it? Well, back when everything was, you know, happening, especially with the league and they were trying to have a voice and stuff like that, I told you, it, it felt, it felt colorblind. It felt, it felt, it felt like they d- didn't know the full scope of it and they were just reacting to like fans reaction. You know what I mean? Like it didn't feel genuine. It didn't feel genuine at all with whatever the league was saying back then, you know? Well, so actually a funny, not a funny thing, but when Matt Dumba took a, a knee during the um, the the playing bubble, um, like a few owners opted out of the HDA due to that, which I think is it goes without saying yeah. you know, that 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 speaks for itself. Um, I think that's all I got to say on the subject. <laughs> Yeah, no, it, it's uh, but we'll 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 have to wait and see. I guess you know, if if anything to take away from it is like the future can be bright for the NHL going forward. I think I think that they uh, they have a real opportunity here, and hopefully they have the right people on board and they take the right one. Yeah, um, I I think that you know we'll know our answer sooner than later. You know what I mean? Like we'll know within the next couple of years where, where this ship is going to be headed basically. Which, yeah. uh, let's just hope and pray that they, uh, they do the right thing here. Which for the NHL, it's, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know either, but, uh, do you want to do a fairly brief, uh, just a quick, uh, catch up on our, uh, our fantasy league and our, our, our on a lighter note. Yeah, let's let's end on a, such a lighter note because we just got heated. <laughs> yeah, no, I got a little upset um, about that. Yeah, I'm kind of, I got to calm down a little bit. <laughs> um, that nine uh, percent's hitting you now, huh? Yeah, okay. I just finished the one. I don't want to open up another <laughs> on, on camera. Maybe I will. Um, but uh, so yeah, I'm still winning right now. <laughs> yeah, I know. Fucking. And uh, honestly. I mean, we still have six. You still have six more games to play than I do, um, which is <clears throat> unfair. But, uh, <laughs> um, but you know, yeah. I mean, right now I have Olsen with an assist. Marner isn't doing anything tonight. Uh, it doesn't look like Suter is. Um, Shesterkin, he's winning right now against the Penguins. Um, but you know, yeah. I, so I. Since Ovechkin is on my team, 
I had to put him on IR for a few games. So I picked up Miles Wood. I'm hoping that he can stay a little bit hot for a couple games. So that way I can get a few extra points. Um, I'm looking to trade Philippe Deneau, um for a defenseman. I only have four defensemen. I'd like five. Um, and I have like five centers. I don't need five centers, especially because I already have Nick Suzuki, who okay. I would who I'm gonna play over Philippe Deneau. 9.9 out of 10 times. Um, so, you know, I am, I'm looking to trade him for a defenseman. I know I was trying to swindle you. Um, yeah, earlier before we recorded. Um, especially it's Thomas Shabbat. You should uh, toss him over. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, for only, sure. We'll he's, only got, he's only got two points. Yeah. Leap to know's got three, so I don't know. And, he's plus, and his plus minus is uh, a two. So Yeah, or, yeah, let me add him to my centers of Malkin, McDavid, and... Uh, I thought Malkin wasn't producing. Well, uh, I I can't stand Malkin, dude. <laughs> I can't stand him. This dude's supposed to be this great fucking goal scorer, but the dude has done nothing. Absolutely nothing. He scored huh? one goal uh, what, against Washington in our last game, and now he's doing nothing tonight with just an assist. But he's he's literally hurting me. He's hurting me more than he's helping me. He's screwing me over in, like, my matchup against you, especially, like, you. You have Horvath, you have Suzuki out for your centers. Like, both guys producing well off the gate, and you got Malkin sleeping on the ice half the time. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that's a testament to what I said about Pittsburgh. I mean, granted, I looped in uh, Crosby into it, and he's yeah, you, fucking... No, you, you flipped the two of them. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, for the record, you said... <laughs> The Pittsburgh Penguins are going to miss the playoffs because of Crosby having a decline, which you were wrong about. But uh, you didn't say Malkin. You didn't say the rest of it. You just said Crosby. So let's keep let's keep that straight. All right. You said Crosby, and Crosby's doing well. No. <laughs> uh, fucking hell, man. I hope he turns it on soon. I thought that him getting that goal would help him out, but who knows? Hopefully he gets another goal or two by the end of tonight. You know, but it's a tough matchup, I guess, against the Rangers, right? So, yeah, we'll have to wait um, and see there. But who do you, who? Let me see, let me see what team you're versing next week. I know I'm versing I gotta say too, Mark like me and you, Mark. like we're we're like some of the highest scoring uh, fucking teams here, and we're versing each other in the first fucking week. Yeah, I don't honestly, yo, I don't think Martin's really been touching his team, so I might be uh I might be balling right now. If you're listening, Martin, don't don't keep up with fantasy. Um. <laughs> But uh, who are you versing? Are you able to say Wheeling Yupis? Oh, the Wheeling Yupis. Oh, Yupis. Yikes. Shit. Yeah, he looks pretty good. I mean, I think it said at least the other day that I was projected to beat him, but I think uh, oh no, it's projected for him now. I don't, I don't know. This team looks pretty good though. His team looks really fucking good. Oh my god. Yeah. Um. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm versing Martin next week, and I'm projected to to beat him um, by a decent margin. Um, who's he got? He's got Mrazic and Sorokin. Oh, oh, with Mrazic with the Carolina COVID protocol. Uh oh. Oh, he's got Markstrom too. Fuck. Yeah, and I'm sure that that will clear up by the time he, you guys are ready to play. You know. Well, I mean, because it's only one week. I mean, ours was like two weeks because we started on a Wednesday. Yeah, oh yeah, that's true. Ours, yeah, only... I know ours is so fucking long. See, so I have 40 games next week. He has 35. Oh. So I don't know, man. I know. But we're me and you are pretty oh pretty close. You have 464. I'm at 403. But I think projection wise, I, I should catch up a little bit. I just need one team. Yeah, like projection wise, which is honestly nonsense. Um, well, which is which is funny. I was about to say because projection, you were going to beat me. Yeah, I was going to beat you, which is like which is nonsense. Points. Like the, like I, again, this is my first time playing fantasy hockey. So, fantasy football, for the most part, you can like you can. I don't want to say rely on the projections, but like most times, from my experience, you were pretty close. Hockey's dude, it's it, it made no sense what they were saying. I think it said that we were like gonna both of us be like mid six hundreds, right? I thought it was like mid four hundreds, mid four hundreds. I thought it was something like that. Oh no! I, well, who knows at this point? But I thought it was something around six hundred. It was saying at one point, 
I don't know. And then all of a sudden it, you know, dropping know. down to 551. Oh my God. And then you have 590. So who knows? I just need one of these guys to have another crazy night. Like I need McDavid to have another fucking three goal night. As long as it's not against the Canucks, I honestly don't care. And then I have Patchetti and Stone. I have a lot of knights on my team. I got Patchetti. I got Stone, Martinez. I have a lot of them on my team. I, I feel just like realize that you do. I gotta, I gotta. I got to divvy them up, but I, I feel like Martinez was doing really good. And I dropped a couple defensemen. I had a lot of bottom of the barrel weight on my defensemen on my decor. Yeah. You were dunking Keith, which I would, you know what? And I read Carl, like, Carl, a, I read like a thing that was like, Duncan Keith should start to play a little bit. And I'm like, all right, you know, whatever. And I don't know. So Fuck I just Duncan fucking Keith. took him and it bit me in the ass. Bit me in the arse. I got Devontae though as a pickup, which was nice. Yes, that is. I feel like that was a pretty big steal. And it's a little weird because uh, it's saying that only 38% of people have him started in fantasy right now. Yeah. But I feel like he's clicking pretty well. And he's on the power play too with them. So I feel like he was a very solid pickup and hopefully produces a little bit like he has been. And that should be good there. Um. I don't know, but I guess Sunday or Monday we, we should update everybody and post on our Instagram, right? Who won? Oh, yeah, definitely. Should we do like a loser post? Somebody has to do something embarrassing on our story. I, I don't know why oh, I brought that up considering I'm going to fucking lose. Of one of us. Embarrassing photo. Oh, I know the one that I want you to post. What? What one? No, wait, you can't spoil it. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. I got it. I got a few so we'll guys. do that. We'll do that. We'll most embarrassing photo on Monday for uh, whoever lost. I like that idea. Although I'm probably going to fucking lose. I don't know why I mentioned that. <laughs> I mean, shit. All right. I, I'm with it. All right. We just, uh, we just shook hands over zoom. So that's cool. That's cool. Yes. We um, did. Do you have anything else you want to say before we close out this uh, episode? Um, no, I don't. Besides, uh, fuck Vegas because I'm number Vegas. one in the league right now. Yeah, facts. They're a wagon. Right no, now. no, and the Canadians and Tyler Toffoli and Connor McDavid. <laughs> oh man, Salty Canuck and man. Jacob Markstrom. He comes out full force when uh when his team can't <sighs> skate. <laughs> Kidding. You're right. Uh, yeah. So you guys are gonna want to see this embarrassing photo of either me or Justin on Monday. So uh, I would recommend you go and follow our instagram before then uh justin can you uh tell them where to find us on instagram yeah which is at the clapper report t-h-e-c-l-a-p-p-e-r-r-e-p-o-r-t yes yes so find us at the clapper report also find us on twitter at clapper report um we're also on Facebook, The Clapper Report. So those are three main ways to find us. Uh, we've been posting fairly regularly again and, uh, you know, having fun interacting. So uh, be sure to follow us. To keep a lookout for that. Keep a lookout for his beer bottle or can rather. Oh, yeah. You know? I forgot about that. I got to do that. Get a picture of uh, right Hillary Clinton lookalike. No. Uh, and <laughs> um, yeah, guys, just interact with us. Um if you're listening, please share this with your friend, even one person. That would be tremendous for us. And uh, that's about all I got to say. Anything you want to say before we go? Uh, no, honestly, I think that's it. I think that's right. it for me. All right, guys. We will see you guys again here in another week. Peace, everybody.